Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. Recently, I finished a book called The Secret Thoughts of an Unlikely Convert. I had heard about it through my Sunday school class as we watched a video where the author gave her testimony. I remember ordering this book and putting it on my list to read this year. The tagline of the book is An English Professor's Journey into Christian Faith, but that is only part of it. There is so much tucked into this 148-page book. I have to say that I really enjoyed it and was challenged by several things, which is some of what I want to talk about today. If you never heard about this book, it is the story of Rosaria Butterfield, an educated woman who had achieved a level of success in her university community at Santa Cruz University, as well as the gay community, since she herself was a lesbian. While the core of her story is not just about her homosexual lifestyle, it does give us insight into how we can do a better job at reaching them. Rosaria shared her introduction into the gospel through a kind pastor and his wife, Ken and Floyd Smith, who opened their home in hospitality to her, which was the perfect, non-threatening environment Rosaria needed and enabled them to gently begin sharing the gospel with her. It was not overnight salvation, but it would be nurtured for several years before this well-educated woman realized her need for Christ. This is a wonderful, insightful book that I would encourage you to read as well. I will only be sharing a few thoughts from it today. As I read through the book, I noticed something very interesting. The core of her story can really be boiled down to community. Over and over, she mentioned people in her life, almost like Paul, that impacted her in a critical way, beginning with Ken and Floyd, who willingly opened their home to her and saw her for who she really was, a soul in need of a savior, not a lesbian who should not sit at the same table with them. This made Rosaria feel comfortable enough to come and led to their many conversations about the Bible and what it really means to be a Christian, which in turn would bring her to salvation in Jesus Christ. But it doesn't stop there. She knew there was so much more to learn and she had so many questions and God continued to provide people at just the right moment. This made me think, what if they hadn't been willing to be used? What if that pastor had chosen to be polite and speak to her only in public places or in the confines of a church instead of reflecting the love of Christ by deeds? Rosaria would never have willingly attended such a church if it had not been for the kindness shown to her by the pastor outside of church and inside the four walls of his own home. They even went the extra mile preparing meals she would enjoy as a vegetarian and even visiting her in her own home. Then there was another couple that caught my attention, Jerry and Anne, a couple who also would open their home to Rosaria when she had taken a position in Pennsylvania. After she finished her workday on Friday, she and her dog Murphy would drive to their home where she could spend the night before participating in a ministry located near them. She looked forward to these evenings because it was a time of fellowship, prayer, and encouragement as they discussed various subjects late into the night. And I love how she put it. They gave her their pricey time, not spare time. That phrase 
grabbed my attention because we often think about what we can do with our spare time, but what about time that is pricey, that is not spare, but sacrificial? How often are we willing to part with our pricey time? People are precious and worth a great deal, which means we ought to always be ready to invest in them. And what better investment can we give than our time? I know I have mentioned this over and over again, but it is because it is important. It matters and it's something many of us are lacking. We get selfish with our time. I need some me time. I don't have time for them. Or I don't want to spend time with them. But what changes would we see within our church, in our community, if we did? What if we gave of our time sacrificially to be a blessing? Rosaria needed this time. She looked forward to it every week. It sustained and strengthened her to keep going. Sometimes we may never know just how much it mattered to someone that we took time for them. May we be like this couple who were willing to spend their pricey time on an eternal soul. Another thought that made me take a moment to digest was a life outside of Christ is both hard and frightening. A life in Christ has hard edges and dark valleys, but it is purposeful even when painful. Think about what Rosaria is saying. A person without Christ will face a hard life, even one that is frightening and it is for nothing. There's no purpose to it because they are headed for an eternal damnation in hell. For the believer, this is the opposite, even though their life may still be hard and they walk through dark valleys. It all has purpose. Just as Romans 8.28 says, all the good and bad that takes place in our life suddenly has meaning. It's not for nothing, but for something. This gives us hope through the pain and joy in the midst of sorrow, because we know where we're going and what awaits us there. What a beautiful thought and something that Rosaria realized early on about Christians. Even in the darkest valley, we can know that our good shepherd is there with us, walking beside us and will guide us all the way to the other side and into the light of his glory. In her book, Rosaria also shares how her and her husband Kent chose to open their homes and their hearts to foster children. Along the way, they would also adopt four of their own. Fostering is something that is near and dear to their hearts, and she made a wonderful statement about compassion, something that was necessary for those who choose the road of fostering. She said compassion means with suffering and involves entering into the suffering of another in order to lead the way out. I had to reread this several times because it was so good and so thought-provoking. Have you ever thought about compassion in that way? To actually enter into the suffering of someone else so you can truly help them? It's almost like saying someone is afraid of the dark and you have to enter the darkness in order to grab their hand and lead them out into the light. Isn't that what Christ did for us? He entered into our suffering by coming to earth, dwelling among us and dying on the cross just so he could lead us to the way out, into heaven. 
If we internalized this meaning of compassion, how would that change our day-to-day life? How would our choices and interactions with others reflect that type of compassion? Would we be more willing to invest our time and sit with someone whose loved one is in the hospital? Would we be willing to open our homes to people and have the opportunity to encourage their hearts? Would we be more willing to listen to others who are going through a difficult season? Again, if we go back to that illustration of a dark room, we cannot be as effective in helping someone find their way out if we simply stand in the doorway and call out to them. Often, people who are afraid, hurting, or struggling need someone to come and take their hand, tell them it's going to be okay, and walk with them to safety over and over. Jesus promised that he would be with us. He would send the Holy Spirit to be our comforter and even said that when our hearts are so heavy that we don't even know what to pray, the Holy Spirit will speak on our behalf. That is true compassion. It's deeds, not words. Our faith becomes real when we breathe life into it through action. I truly believe that we would see something amazing happen if we lived this principle. If we saw people as our true ministry and opportunity to live out our faith by interacting with those God sends to us. Remember that there is a reason we have been given the people in our life. There is a purpose. And when we seek to be a people of compassion, there is no telling who we can help find their way out and home to our Heavenly Father. Like Jude said, of some having compassion, making a difference. I want to be a difference maker, don't you? And this thought of compassion ties into this final quote I want to mention from Rosario's book, which says, anything worth doing will take time and cost you something. Athletes are familiar with this concept. They know that you don't become an Olympian by chance. It takes time, a lot of time, and will cost them something, usually a limited social calendar. But to them, the goal is worth it. And what about us? What are we willing to pay to become a true follower of Christ? It doesn't just happen, but requires us to lay aside the weights that so easily beset us. It means spending time in God's word, digging deep into his truths and demands that we say no to certain things. When we stand before Christ, how much of an investment will he see from us? How much were we willing to pay? He who gave his life, the ultimate price you can pay just so we could enter into heaven, how can we be unwilling to do the same. If we focus on eternity, we might be amazed at how little the things of this world really matter, and our eyes will be open to the things that have eternal value. Maybe choosing to invest in someone means less time for your favorite recreation, but when weighed against eternity, it will be worth the price we pay. To be a true follower of Christ means to press toward the mark, taking up our cross, Are you willing to invest the time and pay the price? I pray we all are. And that is where we will end today's episode. There were so many wonderful, helpful, amazing things that were shared in Rosaria's book. So again, I encourage you to read it for yourself. I promise it will be a blessing and a challenge to your heart as you read of this lesbian woman 
who found all that she needed in Christ. I hope you have a wonderful day, my friends, and remember to dwell in the quiet place so you can hear his voice speak truth into your soul. Thank you.